And welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is new look. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who supported the company so far. If you've got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y, creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us, keep up to date with our daily photos, and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product announcements. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website, or in a blank one on Amazon Prime. Also, check us out on Instagram Reels, TikTok, as well as YouTube Shorts to see some great video content. We're leaning more into that space more and more every day. And also be sure to add our Discord to something that you are a big part of. The link to join our Discord is in the top of the description. Once you click on that link, it'll have you go through a couple of steps, and then you'll be part of our Discord where you can see behind the scenes. You'll get more information. It'll be easier to access us and get answers to questions. And we also use that as a place to get feedback from people on new product ideas. So check us out on Discord and be part of that. All right, so many of you have noticed, I'm sure, that I have a new look on the podcast. I'm wearing a new outfit. And to be honest, it's something that I've been doing for a little while now, and I'm really enjoying it, and it's been a fun process, but it's a part of a broader and bigger picture process. Personally, I've always liked the craftsmanship story that we tell. I've always felt that that classic Americano handmade here on good machines by good people is a good story. And it's frankly something that people can really appreciate and be part of. It's something that people really look for in the world of cheap Chinese commodities that we just, you know, throw away. So I've been thinking about ways to tell that story better because it's a good story and you have to tell it. But how do you tell it? Visual aspects of that story are critical, right? Finding those old machines, finding those old looking tools, finding those, you know, the way to light things that really emphasizes that all of those things are a big part of the story. But then, you know, the other half of it is the costumes. And I use that term kind of on purpose. Everything we wear is a reflection of us. It's a reflection of who we are, who we want to represent ourselves to the world, how we want people to look at us and see us. And realistically speaking, a lot of us wear the same costume every day. And I'm not meaning that we wear the same costume as in it's the same outfit every day. I'm saying we all wear the same costume. T-shirts or maybe a polo or a nicer kind of button-up shirt or whatever and uh, pants of some kind, jeans normally, sweatpants if it's really quite easy. And during the pandemic especially, people working from home were more and more relaxed in the costume that they wore. And... It's interesting how that changes people's mindset. It changes the way that people think of themselves. It changes the way that people think of the work environment. And it changes the way that people anticipate people interacting with them. A lot of businesses have leaned heavily into that relaxed, casual look. They thought to themselves during the pandemic, well, there's no reason to make people dress up if they're just going to be at home. And people didn't want to dress up while they were at home. and so. There was these little acts of rebellion for those that, uh, that wanted to do so, where they would dress up on the top and they'd wear, you know, athletic shorts below. And all sorts of things like that. And I think that was to their own detriment. I think it's to the detriment as a whole. And for us at the Murdy Creative Company, we've always had a pretty standard dress code, which is dress appropriately, right? We've always had kind of a casual, but you can wear what you want as long as you're not endangering yourself or others, or, you know, as long as you're not acting in a way that's inappropriate. I think that, you know, we've always had a pretty casual dress code. And that's partially because we don't interact with customers 
in the physical sense. We don't, you know, meet people. And it's because we don't really have a strong environment that would require it. It's not like we have coveralls because people are going to get dirty, for example. So because we haven't really had that, that's kind of been the nature of the beast. But I want to tell a better story than that. We have a better story to tell than someone in jeans and a t-shirt making something. That's not the story that's the real story. Is it the true story in the way that, you know, it's, it's exactly the one-for-one one replication of what a normal day might look like? Sure, but that's not really the meta-truth. And here's an example of what I mean by that. I think I've referenced this before. Which is more true? A recording of you waking up in your morning and going about your day, an exact recording of how your day went, or someone telling a story about their morning. Maybe it was a little embellished. Maybe it wasn't exactly true. Maybe things were left out. And when you think about that, you go, well, technically the camera watching me was more true in that it was more accurate to real life. But the story that someone tells is more true in the meta-narrative. It's more true in the sense that it captures the important things, not just everything. It captures the important things. And the important things are almost more important to the story, to the reality, than just exactly what happened. So, wearing a t-shirt and jeans and us taking a video of someone behind the scenes wearing a t-shirt and jeans making things, that could be true in the one-to-one, it's exactly what happened sense. Us taking a video of someone wearing a costume making something could be true in the story sense, but for me, I want those to be one and the same. So for me, we are instituting at the Murdy Creative Company come January 1, a dress code. A formal-esque dress code. It's not quite formal. It's a little more like a, a modified formal. And it's being done on purpose because I want the truth of what you see on camera when you see people like me making your product and the truth of what's actually happening in the workshop to be one and the same. Now, from a technical aspect, it actually makes it easier to do recordings. It actually makes it easier for us to do the behind-the-scenes stuff because we don't have to have people change into costume for the videos, right? So it technically makes it easier. But more importantly, I actually think that it's going to make people think like craftsmen. I think it's going to be something that makes people change their attitude. I think when our employees wake up in the morning and come out of their pajamas and then they put on their dress clothes, it's going to put a new mindset to them. It's going to make them think to themselves, I am that craftsman from old. I am that classic American maker. And I think that's going to change the way the workplace goes. I think that's going to increase the level of professionalism, which is something that a casual environment like the one that we have is sometimes lacking. I think it's going to create a better understanding of what really we're doing here, right? Because the story that we're telling everyone will also be the story we're telling internally, and that matters. It really does. Because the story we tell ourselves is as important or more important in some ways than the story we tell others. So that's why it's not just going to be that we put on costumes for videos. It's that we're always in costume via the dress code. Now, it's funny because it's actually relatively challenging in some ways to figure out how to write this dress code. And I've had meetings with my team um, about what exactly I mean when I have my ideas, right? And there's a couple of simple things, right? Um, 
or at least they seemed simple at first. It was um, skirts and dresses must, must be knee length or lower, right? It's relatively specific. It's relatively easy to execute, but there's some kind of complexities in that, which is where exactly does the knee start, right? Are we talking about where the bend of the knee is? Are we talking about just above the knee? And how close can it be, right? Because some dresses, depending on the body's type of the person, may look like they are below the knee, but they're not quite below the knee. They're very close to below the knee or they're at the knee. How does that define, right? So there's some small piece of this. And I said, okay, I want collared shirts. Well, collared blouses for women per se, right? And women can wear pants as well. I have no problem with them wearing pants, right? So, well, what pants? Well, no blue jeans, okay? Well, what about the jean material in a different color? Oh, well, that's probably okay. Well, what about uh, capris? Because we're not doing any shorts, right? So no shorts. Well, what about capris? Well, it depends on the capri, I guess, but we got to define that, right? We have to come up with an answer to that question. And as far as the collared shirts go, well, what about if we, are we allowed to wear sweaters? Well, yeah, sure. Well, then what about sweaters that are collar, collar or that are high collar, right? A, a turtleneck, for example. And so we've evolved the rules and this has been the ongoing discussion back and forth and back and forth. And I'm working with them because to some extent I want them to be part of, I want them to help craft the dress code as well so that they can enjoy it. They could be part of the world that they made, right? And be, they can be involved in this process. I don't just want this to just be Colin's idea. I want this to be everybody's idea and I want everyone to contribute to it. And yes, there's been times I've just said no to things, right? We're not doing any novelty prints, right? So no novelty prints on anything, right? You can't have your Pokemon dress shirt. You can't have your octopus sweater, right? And, and, you know, to some extent, is that a little arbitrary? Sure, it's a little arbitrary. But the problem is that it's really hard to define a novelty print in, uh, there's, it's hard to kind of create a gradation between acceptable novelty prints and unacceptable novelty prints. That's, that's an area where the, to, to find a dividing line of what's acceptable and unacceptable is just too difficult. So it's easier just to say no novelty prints, right? You can have polka dots, I guess, if you want. We kind of talked about this a little bit. As long as the polka dots aren't garish, you can have plaid, you can have stripes, you can have basic patterns, but you can't have, you know, your mushroom sweater. And that's kind of arbitrary. It really is. And a lot of these things are somewhat arbitrary. But at the same time, they're not in that there's a vision I have in my mind of how it could look, how it should look, how the videos of our behind the scenes should look and feel. And the reason why is because I want the customers, the people who see those videos, to get the same look and feel. I want them to look at the videos and go, my product is made by people who are serious people, who are honest, honoring the legacy and the tradition of what this country was built on, who understand what they're doing is important, who take pride in the work that they do, who take pride in their own appearance and understand that that is part of the story. I want people to understand that. The same reason why if you go to any tailor's shop today, they'll still be in a suit and tie or a vest at least and a tie because they take their work seriously and they understand that what they make is in part demonstrated by what they wear. And so we are pushing this new look across the board. A lot of our marketing materials are going to have this new look. And it's going to be something I'm very excited to see how it, it sparks new creativity. Now, as part of this dress code, we are giving people a stipend to go buy a new wardrobe. We are helping create uh, resources for people because to find dresses, shirts, pants, all of that stuff from the 1940s and 50s, that kind of era of look, that's tricky. It's it's. It's not like that's really common today. Men, it's not so bad because for men, we have pretty much 
a very similar, if not the same style in dress clothes as we did, you know, 70 years ago, 80 years ago. But uh, for women, it's a little more tricky. So the team is working on not only writing out the dress code, figuring out kind of where those rules are, where those lines are, what can we do, what we can't do. And they're also working on figuring out how to say, okay, what does, what's a resource where you can go find these things and buy these things? And we're working on putting together capsule wardrobes, which for those of you who don't know, a capsule wardrobe is like, for example, a one sheet of paper. And if you go to a new employee and say, here, everything on this sheet of paper, if you bought one of all of these things or multiples or whatever of these things, that would give you enough clothes so that you could wear them and have them laundered in time to wear them again. And so you would never need anything beyond that. So that would be a capsule of what you could wear to work, right? So that capsule wardrobe, we're working on coming up with examples of that and kind of working on writing that out so people have those and we can work on that. We're doing, a, a like I said, a, a bulk stipend so that people can go buy these initially and then there'll be a small uh, weekly stipend as part of their paycheck that will also allow them to replace clothes as they inevitably wear out because we are a workshop and there's going to be places where things get spilled on or cut or wrecked or whatever and we're going to need to replace them so that's part of this as well and we'll see who knows what will happen out of this I'm excited to see where this can go and I want to bring that mindset of creative craftsmanship to the workshop and get everyone that in that place so while the world is going towards no dress code or casual dress code, we are at the Murdy Creative Company are going the exact opposite direction and for good reason. And I'm excited to see where it goes. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to check back in Tuesday for that next topic. And don't forget to check that subscribe button as well as the notification bell to get notified when we launch new episodes. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, journal, folio, accessory, or anything else we sell, please do feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co, or you can contact us via Instagram and Facebook. You can text, call, email, direct message, all the usuals. We'll do our best to get back to you as soon as possible, but we do appreciate your patience. If you want to reach out to us quickly, Discord is a great way to do so. If you have a quick question or you want to place an order over the phone, please do feel free to give us a phone call at 414-434-9001. We're available Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Central Time. And you can call and text us at that number as well, 414-434-9001. If for whatever reason you call us after hours or during hours and you don't get a hold of us, please do feel free to leave us a voicemail. We do listen to them. We do respond to them as best we can. And if you're calling about a specific order, please do include the order number in that email or that voicemail, excuse me. It should be S and then followed by a series of digits that allows us to identify who we're talking to and what we're talking about and makes things just a little bit easier. If you think we deserve it, a good review can go a long way to help us grow our new community. Both a review on the podcast on whatever app you're listening on or a nice comment on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube, as well as a review on the product itself. You can go to murdycreative.co slash reviews to read all of our amazing five-star reviews. You can also read them on murdycreative.co, uh, or excuse me, on our, our Facebook page. So it's facebook.com slash murdycreative.co slash reviews. Uh, we had a lot of great lists there. The new reviews, if you, if you click leave us a good review, that'll take you to Google. We are working on transitioning all of our reviews from the Facebook platform to the Google platform just because, frankly, that's going to help our SEO immensely. And we're really working on moving that transition well to that, that, uh, that Google space. If for whatever reason you leave us a bad review, there's another button that says get in contact with us directly. It is deeply important to me personally that everyone has a good experience with the company. We will do anything in our power, including recrafting, refunding, replacing. We will just take care of you as best we can. So please, 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 before you give us a bad review, give us an opportunity to make things right. We really, really will do so. 
word of mouth is the best form, excuse me, word of mouth is the best form of advertising. So please tell your friends and family about the company. You can get a little something extra for doing that by going to MurdyCreative.co, creating a profile with a little person icon at the top. Once you log in, there's a little button in the bottom right hand, or excuse me, bottom left hand corner that says rewards. When you open that up, it's going to open up a little window pane. In that pane, you'll see the rewards points you've earned already, which is 10% back on any purchase you make. And that's in-store credit you can spend on anything else as well as a little shareable link there. When you share that link with your family and friends, they get $10 off their first purchase and you get $10 of in-store credit. So it's a great way to help the company, help yourself, uh, and help uh, your friend, family and friends when they're looking for gifts this Christmas season. If you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to talk about just about anything I can and I want to get more ideas from you guys. So feel free to reach out to either by email or through Discord if you have questions uh, or leave a com- comment on YouTube about what you want to hear more about. If you're looking for multiple binders, journals, folios, accessories, or anything else we sell for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, tis the season. So get, definitely check that out. You can go to our website at anything and everything you would like to our cart. You can mix and match anything to your heart's desire, and then you can che- hit checkout, and the bulk discounts will start rolling in. It'll automatically detect the quantity in your cart and apply the appropriate discount for that specific quantity. So it's a great way to get that little extra discount for doing something great. And right now, specifically right now, we have our BOGO sale going on. So it's buy one, get the second one, 25% off, buy two, get the third one, 50% off, and buy three, get the fourth one free, and that stacks. So if you get eight, you get two free items, for example. So it's a great way to get a little something extra, get all your Christmas shopping done in one place, and we'd be happy to help take care of you with that. So check that out on our website. If you're looking for a custom engraved item, we have no minimum order quantities and no setup fees. It's a simple flat fee, normally about $15, depending on how complex the image is, how large it is, what you got, and so on and so forth. Um, to, To be part of that, to do that, all you need to do is go to our product pages, click add logo. It's going to take you to a different product page, which is the custom version of the original product. From there, you can launch the customizer. Once you launch that customizer, you can upload logos, you can add text, you can do all sorts of great things there, resize, rotate, reposition, all of that great stuff, and then click Add to Cart. It'll automatically create that product with the custom idea that I, um, logo that you have with its own unique ID. And when we go to make that product, all we need to do is pull up the file that you created. We don't have to do any editing, and we can put it right on the product itself. So it's a great way to get that custom thing that you want made for you specifically. We cannot do copyright images, of course, so if you have a copyright image that you want to use, unfortunately, we can't help you unless you have permission to do so. If you have permission to use that logo for the reason that you're using it for, let us know. Send us an email right away once you place the order or we'll be able to reach out to you for copyright images and request that that confirmation. So we want to help everyone as best we can. And if it's something for a corporate discount, the bulk discount also applies to the engraving costs. So that $15 per item can be a lot less if you're getting them in bulk. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Have a great day and goodbye.